Up. How are you? <laughs> are you asking me? Yeah. I'm doing well. How are you? <laughs> Hello, generic stranger. I'm new to this planet. Um, what's up, everyone? Welcome to Husband and Wife Talk Podcast. We are effing back. Yeah. It has been a long time. A long time. Uh, where have you been? Um, I have been in California. I was completing grad school. Hey yo! Bow, bow, bow. High five. Thank you. You did it. You're done. How does it I feel? I did it. I'm done. It feels fantastic. I was telling someone the other day, you're like a, a completely different person. The last two years oh, I'm have sure. just been like this. Yeah constant thing over your head and at times it's been stressful but you yeah. have just this gigantic weight lifted off your shoulders uh yeah 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 like people keep asking me how i feel i'm like i have so much more time in my schedule and so much more brain space yeah what am i gonna fill it with what are you gonna fill it with that's have you been doing anything question. different have you been like taking time to smell the flowers and uh, do you feel less stressed oh definitely yeah. Definitely feel less stressed. Um, like today was a perfect example. The only thing I needed to do today was I only teach one class on Fridays. It's a very s- slow day for me. Um, and I woke up and I took a CrossFit class and then I came back and took my time to have breakfast and then I went to go teach at, in the afternoon and then at noon. And then I wanted to take a dance class and there was an hour and a half wait between when my class was finished and when the dance class started so i sat in the park and had lunch (laughs) like must be nice i mean not every day is like that but my fridays are yeah yeah. whereas normally on fridays i would teach and then come straight home to study to study and work and do homework yeah so like i every waking second of your life has been filled with every yeah because i've been waiting or I would leave, I would teach class because the dance class or the Pilates class that I teach is at the dance studio mm. where I take class. Mm-hmm. And um, there's so many great classes on Friday. I love taking Mike Esperanza's class, but I could never pull myself to do it because I just had so much stuff. And yeah. especially at the end of the week, there's just all this piled up shit from the the week. And that's so funny. He just texted me. Ah. <laughs> um um, yeah, so I have so much more free time now. It's so cool. It's really great. I do keep having, they're getting less and less and they're getting more sporadic, but I keep having these moments of like oh my God. panic and like, fuck, I'm forgetting something. Like there's a deadline or a assignment or an email that I'm forgetting. Like there's something that I'm forgetting to do. Yeah. So it still hasn't 100% sunk in that I am done. Yeah. But the more I say it. And the more I, it also doesn't feel real because when I was going into our last term, which it was the beginning of June, we have 10, no, there's nine of us. Yes, there's nine of us in our cohort. And if I was ranked from most completed to less least completed of who has written the most of their thesis I was most certainly second to last or last Wow! like I had not finished as much as my other cohort members had um and that kind of that very much discouraged me going into Mm. the June term because it was a goal of mine to come back with no homework so I knew if I wanted that to happen I needed to like really bust my butt in right. June in California so that I could come back with no homework. no homework. And the first two weeks of the semester or the month was super intense because we had two shows we had to put on. Half of our cohort presented work one weekend and then the other half presented a second weekend. The first weekend I was a lighting designer. So I was only one, I only lit one piece. So I didn't have a whole lot of time commitment for that, but then I was also in class and rehearsing my piece. Right. And then I was lightboard. Oops, sorry. I was lightboard operator. So um, again, that wasn't a whole lot of time commitment. But dress rehearsals, tech rehearsals, like it's still like a couple of late nights in the theater. Um, but the second week, 
I was presenting work. I was lighting designer for my piece. And I was stage manager. Yeah. And there were four shows in that piece. And one of the... Or I said that backwards. There were four pieces in that show. Um, and one of the pieces was in an... Another location. Another location. Close. Close by, but not in the theater. So that added an extra element. And we had one less day in a week, in our week, because to prep. to prep, because our show was Thursday, Friday, whereas the week before was Friday, mm. Saturday. So it was just the perfect storm to make it very stressful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I came out to visit and film the show, and like I, yeah. I, I, ta- I had like four conversations yeah, with Yeah, we maybe. barely got to see each other. Yeah, but I get it. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm so proud. I mean, obviously, does I, t- yeah. I talk about you all the time. I think it's such a hard thing that you did, but like, the last two years has just very much been you're focused on school and I'm focused on the business. And, like, mm-hmm. we yeah. kind of are in a place where we have a little more free time. Yeah. And it's cra- like we're going to take the weekend yeah. off. And I'm like, what oh, are we? is this life? I mean, I'm yeah. I mean. You're not going to work this weekend? I don't I, I don't think so. Wow. Maybe maybe Sunday morning. But, okay. I, oh, no, that got canceled. Yeah. No, we're just going to go hang out. Wow. Well, but it's like it's just, my story? yeah yeah sorry no sorry it's just weird that like you're done it's yeah. just fucking weird that you're done yeah yeah it is very weird um but my very long story I will now make short <laughs> but my first two weeks I had no I didn't even touch my paper the first two weeks and um my mom so lovingly was my um editor and of, your thesis. of my thesis paper and um um, and she kept asking me, you know, what, if you could send me some of your paper, I'll get a jump start on it. And, oh gosh, sorry. Um, and I just was like, yeah, I just haven't finished it. I wanted to give her at least one complete chapter. Um, and that next weekend, so I, the first two weeks I didn't even touch my paper. And, um... I knew I was behind, and so I was like, okay, I have two weeks to finish this. Jeez. I, my chapter one was done, which was only about, I don't know, eight pages. My chapter two was almost done. Didn't even really touch. I didn't touch four. I hadn't touched four at all, which four is the conclusion, and I had to wait until after the show was over with anyway. Um, <clears throat> but it worked out really well because that weekend, um, your sister, who I stayed with, was out of town with, her, with um, our nephew, her mm. son. So <laughs> it was nice. Or what? nephew, her son. That was just yeah, yeah, good way just, of explaining it. Yeah. That's what a nephew is. Yeah. Um, so I just, yeah. Rob, our brother-in-law, was was at the house, and he can attest that I just stared at my computer and wrote all weekend long. It's awesome. <clears throat> and in a result of that, I was the first one to turn my paper in. No way. I was the very first one to submit our pa- my paper of my entire cohort. <laughs> and I did it on the Friday, the last Friday of school. That's so cool. Yeah. That's freaking awesome. And there's two processes that has to go, or like two ways you have to turn it in. You have to turn it in through a program called Turnitin, where it checks for plagiarism and stuff. And then my thesis chair would say, okay, you're good. It's like you're checked. Um, everything's clear. You can now go on to the next step. Um, and I submitted it to him. I submitted it through Turnitin that Friday afternoon and then like, or late afternoon and two minutes later, he's like, okay, you're good. And then I submitted it to ProQuest, which is another, which publishes it. Mm. So technically now I'm a published writer. writer. Hey, um, hopefully not the last thing you'll publish. We'll see. Um, and then they do an even deeper background check and then they'll let you know if there's mistakes. And there were rumors that were going around saying they would let you know if there's even an extra space where there's not to be an extra space mm. or if there was any formatting issues, ProQuest would be the one that t- t- told you. <clears throat> so I submitted it Friday and then that Sunday I got, or that, yeah, Monday or Sunday, I got the thumbs up from ProQuest that there were no issues with my paper and hey, that I was good to go. That's so cool. And so then it was really like, whoa. Now I really am done. Yeah. Yeah. And you did your defense? Yep. Yeah. So there's four four main components, or I guess three. Um, your paper, 
which our paper um, was supposed to be maximum of 50 pages, but mine was 52. Hmm. But he's, my thesis chair said that was okay. Actually, it was 54, but I cut two pages out. Um, and then um, presenting a chore- choreographic piece, and that was um, maximum of 30 minutes, minimum of like 25, and my piece was around 28 minutes. And then um, your panel which you talk to um, your thesis chair and two of the other um, teachers and directors of the program to defend your thesis. And um, that was definitely the easiest because I knew all the answers to all the questions they were asking me because they would ask me questions about my process and the choices that I made and why I made them and whatnot. Um, Was that like an intimidating thing or was it just pretty... No, because once I realized I know the answer to all of the questions right. they're going to be asking me, then I realized, like, there's nothing I can do to prep for this. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And no, it wasn't intimidating because I felt very confident in my choices and I knew why I made all the choices that I made, both in my research for my paper and in the choices that I made for my piece. Mm. Um and I was happy with the choices that I made. Mm. So I had no problem saying, no, this is why I did this. And this is how it came out. Mm. Awesome. So, yeah. So cool. Yeah. 54 pages. <clears throat> yeah. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah. Did you, was your brain just like fried at the end? Or you like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I, <laughs> yeah, very fried at the end. There were, um, because not everyone, not everyone in my cohort stayed to the very end of the semester, or very end of the month, mm-hmm. um, because some of most of them didn't have to take classes. I just chose to take a class because I knew I wanted to be there for the full month, and I also needed another requirement and yada yada. I didn't want to take another course. <clears throat> um, so by the end, there were four of us on campus, and we would talk to each other, and we would just be like, "Wait." what and just like mumbling to each other and we just laugh and um I sat down one time after writing and going to class I sat down to eat my salad and I put my fork in my salad and I put it up to my face and I blow on it like as if it was hot (laughs) (laughs) and then I just started busting up laughing and someone was talking to me and I was like I'm sorry did you see what I just did and they said no. I was like, I just blew on my salad as if it was hot. I just my brain was just yeah so melted, fried, <laughs> so melted. Yeah, understandable. Yeah, understandable. It's <clears throat> yeah. a lot of work. Would you do it all over again if you had to? <clears throat> oh yeah, definitely. Sweet. Yeah, it was the hardest thing I've ever had to do, um, and it won't be the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Yeah. Um, but definitely towards the end, I think in the last like three months of the whole process. I was just constantly telling myself, you will survive. You will live to tell the tale. It sounds, it seems, you know, impossible right now, especially when I was going into the month not where I wanted to be with my paper mm-hmm. and my piece wasn't even finished. And people were like not oh, going to be there for rehearsals. Yeah. I remember a couple of phone calls we had where you oh, were just like I, falling apart. I'm surprised I don't have gray hairs. I'm surprised. I'm too. sure I do somewhere. You were you were really stressed out. So yeah, I, yeah. I was. Yeah, I was worried about you. Not like yeah. anything bad was gonna happen, but I was just like, dude, she's because you don't get stressed out. Yeah. In my, just, it's kind of yeah. our roles were kind of swapped mm-hmm. a little bit, mm-hmm. where I was the one that was like, hey, like yeah. yo, everything's gonna be fine. You're mm-hmm. gonna be fine. Everything's gonna be fine. I'm pretty sure I, we talked about this on my podcast, but um, on our podcast. Sorry, my brain is. Oh, that's all good. Um, yeah, I think I talked about my meltdown where you had to like talk me off the cliff. <laughs> oh yeah, but I mean, I'm just—it's so. But I mean, going back to how this whole thing started, it's just like I feel not like I got my wife back, but like a little bit like I got my wife back. Oh, totally. I feel totally. like I mean, because you know, two years is like a slow build. You yeah. know, like all of these things, like we're just kind of slowly building, and like having you gone, and like yeah. And now I'm like, oh, you're here. You're very much fully present. Mm-hmm. Not that you weren't before, but oh, like but in a way so that I haven't experienced yeah. it before. Like I can just see that like there's just like, yeah, like, you're just so much more here. Yeah. I'm so grateful. Yeah. And I think along the two-year journey, I've learned to try to be more 
present and calm and like, yeah. Hey, you know, it's been yeah. a really good exercise in like growth, I think for both of us. Yeah, I think so too. I'd and be interested to hear from other people that have been in the same situation where one partner was working yeah. full time and, you know, yeah. going to school. So if anyone yeah. out there has had that experience, I'd actually really like to hear about that. Well, when we talk to Amy and Jordan, when we have them on the podcast, we can talk to them about it because my bestie, Amy, who has three been on kids the podcast before is, um, I'm just laughing, laughing yeah. at Franklin. <laughs> yeah. Um, she just started the program, so we can talk to her about it. Absolutely. Um, so we kind of went off course a little bit, but let's talk yeah. about Wednesday wisdom. Oh, I, sorry. I do want to say oh, one more thing. Yep. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Um, there was a time where my mom was talking to me and I was on speakerphone. She was on speakerphone and she said, well, congratulations to you and Corey. And you were like, congratulations to me. I didn't do anything. And she said, well, you supported her and you definitely helped her complete this. And 1000% couldn't have done it without you. I don't know about that, but that's nice of you to say. I think you could have done it. You're pretty strong willed. Yeah, but I can, I could do it without you, but why when I could do it with you? And <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's nice to have a support system for sure. When I print my, when I send you my thesis, you can read um, all the nice things I say about you in my dedication page. Oh, I can't wait to read it. I'm really <laughs> excited to read it. Yeah, yeah. It's 50. Actually, you know, it was 58 pages but then i changed the font from Arial to times new roman oh, and then that made yeah. it down to 54 for sure dude. yeah i was like oh my gosh i cut out four pages this is great <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome yeah very cool um okay so wednesday wisdom mm-hmm. i have two of them because i just remembered something <laughs> when if you're writing a paper <laughs> or if you're working on something Um, that has specific guidelines like font or font size or format, do that first. (laughs) Because I wrote my paper in Google Docs, which Google Docs normally sets it to Arial Mm -hmm. font 11. Mm -hmm. It was 14. No, it had to be 12. So I was looking at my paper like, cool, I've got 35 pages and I'm done with chapters 1 and 2. That means I have... 15 pages left to, to work on um, chapters three and four. That's not right math, but that's okay. Um, I didn't go to, I'm not a master in math. <laughs> um, and then I changed the font size and then it blew up. I was like, oh, oh shit. No, no. I spent all this time on these two chapters and I have to cut it down. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. Though. So um, that's one of my Wednesday wisdoms is figure out your format first. Right. Um, but my other one goes in line with what we were just talking about is um, leaning on your partner and allowing them to help you. I think mainly I've noticed it in my female friends and the females in relationships. Um, so I don't know if there are men that feel this way about their female partners or male and a male or female, female. Um, <clears throat> but I notice it that sometimes as women – we don't even ask our partners for help in certain situations. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe because we want it done a certain way or maybe because we don't want to burden them. But I think throughout this process um, and we've, I've also been realizing and trying to let go of some, some things. So I, my Wednesday wisdom is to let your partner help you and lean on your partner that's what they're there for. And even if they don't do it right or, you know, whatever it may be that you're the reason why you're not allowing them or asking them for help, just lean on your partner. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. What's your Wednesday wisdom? Um, well, I love yours and I kind of want to steal that. Mm-hmm. Um, just a caveat, a question on that. Do I ask you for help a lot? No. Should I? Definitely. But I also think that... I feel like I don't ask you for a lot, if anything. I, I've actually been thinking about it a lot, a lot. No, you don't. I don't like ask you to do a lot of stuff. Yeah. It's definitely one-sided in the asking. 
but not i'm not saying it's a bad thing it just it's the dynamic of the relationship but the things that i ask you are things that i do i'm not saying that you don't pick up groceries or help me pick up around the house or things like that for sure so no i'm not if you were the one who was in charge not in charge because it's not like i'm in charge right if if i was the one one taking the lead on it yeah. yeah then maybe you would ask me totally or maybe you would feel like you needed to ask me yeah um i also know that you like things done a certain way and that's and like, i'm working on letting no go no of that. no I'm, I'm not yes yeah, i'm not saying <clears throat> that that's a bad thing because i think specificity is good if you're doing something on your own and yeah. being meticulous and whatever yeah. but um yeah i mean and we've gotten into like argument arguments about this exact topic of like mm-hmm. it's like just because i don't like doing something yeah doesn't mean i don't want to help yeah. you know i just want you to be happy and i want to be of equal yoke as they <laughs> say in the bible um but you know yeah i think that's that's great that's a great wednesday wisdom yeah. mine would just be to chill the fuck out i need to just <laughs> chill the fuck out yeah um i've been really high strung for a really long time um but i'm like really learning to just just be like a duck on the water and let the like i had a couple of moments this this week where like i was like wow this could really be like just like i i project out all the bad things that could happen before Mm -hmm. anything happens and it like serves no fucking purpose yeah like you know just i send out an email and i'm expecting everything to be good and then something comes back with a problem and then i'm like oh Mm -hmm. fuck like how the fuck am i gonna do this rather than just being like is i gonna fix tonight I'll just deal with it in the morning. Yeah. I'll sleep on it. Like, everything's going to be fine. Yeah. Not the end of the world. Yeah. Nothing yeah. catastrophic is going to happen. You know, I'm not working in, like, a coal mine where people could die. It's just <laughs> it's fucking video stuff. Yeah. It's not the end of the world. And it's, it's really helped me, like, yeah. just calm down. And, like, my life has been better. I'm just, like, more relaxed and, like, just I'm able to, like, kind of breathe a little bit. Um. Yeah, life is life is good. There's no reason to like stress out. So calm the fuck down. <laughs> yeah, that's my. That's a great one. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's uh, that's my Wednesday wisdom. Nice. Uh, yeah, I think that um, I've noticed that in you, and I think that's really important to realize. Like, yeah, it's not the end of the world, and. You can always reply to emails, you know, the next, I think that's the beauty of emails. Oh yeah. I've been setting boundaries on that too. Like no emails after 8.30, like just setting a time limit and just being like, nope, I'm not, if it's after this time, unless it's like a rare exception, like just don't need to fucking respond. Totally normal. People expect that. They don't expect you to email, respond to them at like 10 PM. Yeah. And also like understanding that like, it's okay to not. Like, just because you work for yourself doesn't mean you have to. I have work to work 24 all twenty four hours. hours yeah. yeah, but I mean, it kind of does. It kind some you know some things are that way, but you know, yeah, not not all the time. Yeah, but I'm also realizing it. Like, if the people that I'm working for aren't working on the weekends, why should they expect me, yeah. unless specifically requested, yeah. to work on the weekends? Like, yeah. the weekends are the weekends. Yeah. If I want to choose to catch up on work to make my life easier next week, that's my, that's, that's on your me, choice. and that's yeah. something that I do quite often it's, uh, every weekend <laughs> yeah yeah but i also i also am not in the office regular hours on the weekends i'm there yeah like not you know but i also love being there like i, I love being there so it's not really like a bad thing one of the um <laughs> one of the gyms that i work at uh it's called outbreak fitness in um, brooklyn they um have question of the days and um it's like an icebreaker type thing And the question on Wednesday, I think it was Wednesday, was what is your dream job? And when I read it, I was like, well, I'm kind of doing it. Like my dream job is is teaching and I'm not teaching the subject. Like I would rather be teaching dance, but I still love what I'm doing and I still love what Mm -hmm. I'm teaching and the cooking aspect and all that stuff. And I was like, damn, I'm fucking lucky that I'm doing what I love and – and, like, I thought about it more, and I was like, well, actually, my, like, I could have other dream jobs, like, dancing for Batcheva or, you know, dancing in a specific company, but it might sound a little negative, but a realistic dream job, I'm doing it. Yeah. And, um, and I got nervous asking 
the members and saying, I'm doing my dream job because yeah. I... It's almost like you feel guilty. I did. I did feel yeah. guilty. Like I felt guilty. guilty. And one person said, my dream job is to be a pilot. Um, and then he said something like, but I guess I'll just keep punching numbers and looking at spreadsheets. I was like, Sounds like a very fixable problem. Anyone could become a pilot with enough savings and enough. Yeah. Well, I said, have you tried? Like, and he, um, he's not, English isn't his first language. And he said, there's a lot of written exams that you have to take even before you get in the seat. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, and he hasn't passed that. Gotcha. Um, well, I mean, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I've had I've had something similar like kind of recently cuz like I fucking love what I do. I just absolutely love it. And it's weird when I see the person at the coffee shop and I just like I see myself like in that person just like not that every barista hates their job, but oh. a lot of people like Maybe don't like working in a coffee shop. Maybe that's not what they wanted to do. But like, I'm just like, you know, I see like the 22 year old me that was just like, I don't know what I'm doing. I just need to have a survival job and like, you know, working my fucking ass off to get where I'm at. It's just, I'm so grateful. And I like, I just, I'm constantly trying to remind myself like this is your chosen. You have chosen this. This is like all you, and it's like really it's like super powerful um, for me to like remind myself that I'm very, very, very lucky to be doing what I'm doing. Yeah. And life, it like, I, like I said, like, there's n- I have nothing to complain about. Yeah. Anytime I talk to my dad, he's like, "So what's the biggest stress?" And I'm like, "Dude, my life is so good. I got <laughs> a fucking smoking hot wife, a great job. <laughs> oh, you know, nothing to complain about." Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I also can see how it's easy. To get kind of like sucked into a job that you're not happy with because teaching for me was meant to be something to get me through college, something that I enjoyed so that I didn't have to work at Starbucks. Totally. Um, and it was like, yeah, I, I enjoy teaching yoga. I enjoy practicing yoga. So I might as well make money to support myself. And then that turned into kind of what it is now. And I see how, especially now that I'm done with grad school and everyone keeps asking me, you know, like, well, what's next? I recognize how easy it is. I could continue in this path and just continue doing what I'm doing because it's there for me. I'm good at it. I have it. I enjoy it. But it's not, it's not technically my dream job. So I do understand how it's easy to get kind of pushed into this path of, a job becomes your career. Right. Because it could be, this could be my career. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. So where do you go from here? Well, isn't that the million dollar question? Isn't that the million dollar question? Um, Curious I'm, minds want to know. I'm allowing myself to relax for a few weeks or weeks? maybe a month. <laughs> One of my intentions is to go slow off, and dude. be proud. <laughs> Two of my intentions this month. Um yeah, right now, I mean, I've only been back for a week and two days, so I'm slowly kind of catching up on, I think, sleep and yeah. resting. The other day, I didn't teach until the evening, and or I taught in the afternoon and then in the evening, and I had a break, and I came home, and I was laying on the bed, um, and I was like, I kind of want to take a nap. I kind of don't, and I started to feel guilty that for I- taking a nap? Yes. I started to feel guilty. Um, I get that, though. And then I realized, well, Alex, <laughs> you taught a class and you teach four tonight and you're not done until 9 p.m. And you just did this really big thing. You can allow yourself to take a nap. But it was real. I had to really talk to myself. Like, it was really hard. I was feeling really guilty. You do that a lot. I, I do. Where, like, you're not Catholic. I wonder where all that guilt comes from. <clears throat> I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. Something to dive into. You're just you're also really hard on yourself. Yeah, I definitely am. I mean, we both are. And I recognize that. And I um, 
the health coach that I work with and work for, Robin Euclid, we have weekly calls and um, not her and I, like the whole group. It's a group call. And um, she asked us to like send in updates. She was like, what's everyone's, what's on everyone's mind? And my update was, well, now that I'm done with grad school, I am questioning everything that I'm doing. I'm questioning all of the th- the work things that I'm doing, all of the choices that I'm doing or choices that I'm making, all the, like how I fill my day. I'm questioning everything and not necessarily in a bad way, but in a, do I want to be doing this way? And, um, I think that's where some of my guilt comes in is because sometimes I'm like, do I want to be doing this or do I think I need to do this because Uh, I see other people doing it, you know, which I think it's intrinsic versus an extrinsic motivation. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. That's interesting. Which is very common in this world of, social media being so present and yeah. just stuffed down our throats by our choice. <laughs> yeah. I've also had like, I mean, in, not in like a dissim, kind of not the same, but like I've also been like listening to a lot of like and reading a lot of things about like philosophy and political ideas and, you know, and I've, I've found myself recently being like, you know, I have these ideas on things, but they're because I've heard other people like say them. Like, what do I really think? Mm-hmm. Like, what's my stance on this? And yeah. why is my stance on this? This. Yeah. Um, the same with art. It's like, is does this look good because I've seen other people do this thing and I think it looks good? Or does this look good because I think it looks good? Yeah. Like, is this, you know, because like, I mean, especially in the age of like all these like television shows and stuff and like all these people are like putting out all this great stuff. I'm constantly like comparing what I do to that. And I'm like, that's not it. Like, you know, I have to, what is my opinion on this particular thing? So I've been, I've been struggling with that of owning my own ideas and like intentions and like style and stuff like that. But, um, questioning the, going back to your, like, am I doing this because I want to do it or is it because I feel some other, external motivation motivational factor to force me to do this i can i can uh i can empathize with that yeah it's hard yeah because so many of everything around us is influence you Mm -hmm. know yeah so how do you how do you determine whether it's yourself talking or whether it's other people and how do Mm. you how do you how do you decide which kind of angel or devil on your shoulder to go yeah Yeah, I really have to tune inward and ask myself, why are you doing this? Why do you want to do this? How will you feel when you're done? Like, um, Do you have like a checklist of things that you kind of go through? Yeah, like I'm trying to think of a good example. Um, Well, walk me through like the nap versus no nap. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, you kind of actually just did, so maybe give me another example. Yeah, I I think that... um, about a year or two ago, maybe a year ago, um, I was talking with someone. No. Where was I having this? Maybe I was listening to something. Maybe I was listening to a nutritionist. I, was, I think I maybe was listening to a podcast with a nutritionist. And they were talking about food and what da 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 And I started to question my diet. And I started to question was I doing the right thing or, and this person wasn't a plant-based nutritionist. She was talking about meat and whatnot. And it wasn't necessarily like, I think I need to be eating meat again, but it was, do I need to start focusing on other things? Do I really want to be doing this? And then I had to stop myself like, whoa, whoa. One, you're allowed to make, like, I say this all the time to other people and I think I just forgot it like everybody's body is different and everybody is going to react to food differently and I have done a lot of research maybe it was about gluten I don't know um (laughs) I've done a lot of research with food with my own body to figure out what's best for me and I know that I run best on a plant-based diet yeah I've tried I've cut out gluten more than once yeah for a long period of time. Yeah, I know you And have. nothing happens, nothing changes. And if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Like yeah. if it doesn't bother your your stomach and your body, you don't need to cut it out. Right. 
there's there are foods that I think everyone should cut out, like processed foods and white sugar and white flour and crap crap food. Like that's not good for anyone, in my opinion. But there's so there's times like that where I see other people eating a certain way. We're all question like oh, maybe I need to be doing that yeah. because I see what they look like and I see how they live yeah. their life and what they have and da, 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 da. But nothing, that doesn't attribute to what they ate or that, like there's not really like a connection mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Um, all the connection is is that they're happy in their choices and they know what's best for their body. Yeah, it's weird when people are so convincing with yeah. like education and they're <clears> like, <throat> they speak really well and they're inspiring and you're mm-hmm. like, well, well, like I want to, I want to be like that. Yeah. But like, you can be inspired, but you don't have to yeah. like necessarily go along. Like you got to kind of trust your own instinct. And yeah. I think that comes with practice and like mm-hmm. getting older and, yeah, you know, knowing who you are and not letting yourself be swayed by like whatever the next shiny thing is. I mean, so many people I know are like, oh, I'm I'm doing the whole thirty. I'm doing the whole thirty. I'm like, yeah. You know, I'm doing a reset on my body right now. And I'm just like, you know what? In the past, I went pescatarian. I got really, really fit and really, really healthy. And I've gotten away from that. And so I'm doing it again. And like, it's, I feel great. And I think what's important about your journey through health and wellness and food and fitness is when you did lose all that weight, all you did was started moving more and started eating cleaner. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's all it was, yeah. You and I mean, cut out processed foods and you started moving. Yeah, for sure. No, yeah. I, I, I'm, and I'm fully aware. And you cut out red meat and whatnot. Yeah. But yeah, but also like I know. But I don't think it was, it was because you cut out crap. For sure. You know? Well, also and like. you started focusing on. Yeah. Also other food. people have been like, oh, your wife's a vegan, so you don't eat meat, huh? It's like, no. But there was a long time where I did feel uncomfortable eating meat around you and I didn't. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like came to the i also came to the, it was just like i sh, i don't need to let someone else dictate mm-hmm. what i want to eat yeah you can tell me all of the information about it it's like i'm gonna but like that was a choice i had to own yeah and like i've been feeling kind of shitty lately and i'm like i bet you it has to do with diet like mm-hmm. i know you're right about these things yeah i just enjoy certain food like whatever but Duh. i know that my best version and my healthiest version is like plant plants and fish and that's yeah. you know and exercising yeah um and it's just discipline mm-hmm. it's just discipline and i've, I've yeah. struggled with consistency yeah for sure yeah. i go i'll go long stretches of being hit healthy and then it's just like nose bomb for yeah. no reason so. yeah well i um something happened to me and i i wanted to tell you and I guess I can tell you now. Um, so this last night we were going to bed, setting our alarms, and we typically do this thing when we go to bed because we don't have a normal schedule. We always ask each other before we fall asleep, like, like when are you waking yeah. up? What's happening tomorrow morning? When yeah. are you opening your eyes? You have a fun little check-in. <laughs> um, and I said, well, I was thinking about taking the 7.30 and you were like, yeah, I was thinking about taking class two, which would have meant because of your schedule, we would have had to take the 630. 630 yeah. And I said, well, I can set my alarm and we can see how we feel in the morning. And you didn't really move. You didn't really say anything. And I I don't remember if I asked you, but I, it, it was clear that you didn't want to go to the 630. So yeah. I kept sl- sleeping. No, I, I think I said, I was like, I, I don't think I'm going to Yeah, I, I can't exactly remember. Yeah. Um, and then because I had gotten up at four o'clock in the morning the day before, yeah, yeah, <laughs> or that day, yeah. yeah. And you, your alarm went off, and it was seven something, and I was like, oh man, I could get out of bed right now and go to the seven thirty, yeah, because we're so blessed that we live three blocks away yeah. from. I would have gone to that could I have, yeah. Gone. Um, but I was like, oh, but I'm so tired, and I didn't get a lot of sleep, Gosh. just making excuses. Yeah. And then I said, no, I'm just gonna get up and go. And on the way there, I was like, this is a good choice. This is a good choice. I'm going to feel so much better when I'm done. And when I was walking home, I felt so proud and so... Yeah. I also think that's the part of like the workout was really intense. So that's definitely part of it. But I was like, I feel so much better that I got out of bed, got out of the house and went to move. And that is my advice to everyone who is thinking about like or struggles with going to the gym, struggles with going to class, struggles with staying consistent about moving, you need to focus on what how, what and how you're going to feel when it's done. Because no one ever feel I mean, of course you feel like <laughs> shitty and tired and whatnot, but yeah. I think 
deep down, there's proud, there's energized, there's happy, there's accomplished, there's these positive feelings yeah. that folk that happen when you're done with a workout that you need to focus on rather than in the moment of feeling tired and da da da. You need to think about how am I going to feel when I'm done with this? Yeah. And it's nine times out of 10, you're going to, nine and a half times out of 10. Yeah. You're going to feel better. And that's what helps me get to the gym. And um, I've told that to my clients and it seems to work for more than just me. So I think, I think to go deeper than you're going to feel better afterwards. I think that evolutionarily speaking, like humans were made to get up and hunt for their food every day. Like we were like our in it's in our genetics to 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 move and hunt and do whatever it is and like be physically active and like the body responds positively to those kinds of things it's like this relationship that you have yeah right so like there is no if there is no external motivation to go to the gym it really does take a lot of like discipline to do that and yeah. it's i mean if you can sit in bed all day and like not have to exercise why why would you right so totally. it really does take it takes an extreme amount of discipline to to be uh, able to go to the gym every day i totally agree and um that's another kind of questioning questioning myself and questioning my choices is there's so many different classes and workouts and styles and da 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 da. Like sometimes I think is CrossFit the best for me, and I have to remind myself. It's just moving. It's just moving, and you need to. Um, like Monday, we went to a workout, and oh my god, we were both so sore from squatting. Walk. Yeah. Um, Couldn't sit down. And Tuesday, I didn't really do anything because I was teaching in the morning and in the evening and busy in the afternoon right um but like I moved a little bit during my class but I was like you know what it's okay I'm like doing a little bit of stretching tonight when I get home because I'm so sore and then Wednesday I went to go take a yoga class Thursday I went to go take a dance class but this morning when I woke up I was like oh my gosh I haven't worked out since Monday but I was forgetting that I did it just wasn't taking a CrossFit mm. class, I moved. And I think that's something that I need to start reminding myself is mm. moving. moving. It's not like working out doesn't mean a CrossFit class. Right. Working out and it means moving. Yeah. And I think that's also important for people who are struggling with motivating themselves. Like it can be, your workout can be putting on a song or like a fun playlist and dancing around for 20 minutes. Like yeah. just move. Yeah. For sure. That's great. That's great advice. Yeah. Or uh, like doing 10 push-ups and 10 sit-ups and 10 jumping jacks 10 times. Like yeah. it doesn't Or four have times to... or yeah. three times. Yeah. It doesn't not, Maybe not a to... hundred. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I get yeah. that. I get that. Yeah. yeah. And as I'm getting, I'm also trying to do, I'm putting this out of the universe uh, with the exception of when we go to Asheville, I'm doing 90 days of no booze. Yes. Uh, no so will you start that when we get back? No, I mean I've started on July fifth. Oh. Yeah, I had my last beer on July fourth. So then, will your ninety days of booze? No booze. Ninety. ninety days. Of I've booze. been doing ninety days of booze every ninety days for the last fifteen years. <laughs> Yes. Um, will your ninety days of no booze include Asheville, or will I think it, I'm like, going to exclude Asheville extend. because like I'm not. Oh, it, it'll probably extend, but that puts me at the end of September, and I'm doing sober October. Oh, so it'll so extend it'll probably into be October. until October. Yeah. So I think mm. I'm going to do like the next four months of uh, nice. sobriety. Nice I'm actually nice. interested to see what it does to my body. I already one weekend feel like so much less bloated. <laughs> yeah but this no just makes shit, you so Sherlock. fucking bloated i know yeah but it's so good yeah it's so good yeah i'm always kind of envious of you in that way and like envious of anyone who has this you know vice or something that they do that when they as soon as they cut it out their body changes I'm like <laughs> god i wish i had something like that, that i mean i, I think yours would be like and... sh like not even sugar i mean i don't know what i mean you do the only thing i think of is that you do like a lot of avocado and a lot of oil 
like yeah stuff. i i, I if you cut that out if you cut out oil you would like probably disappear because you're already so skinny well i don't want to do that so yeah exactly <laughs> i mean that's the other thing is like you know uh but i haven't done i've done a couple of the the older the more the older i get the more i'm like stretching these like sober i'm going longer with these sober yeah. stretches and they're they're yeah. just getting easier and easier but also i was talking to nathan the other night because he was he was talking about like one night he blacked out and i was like dude we haven't blacked out together in a long time he's like those days are long gone <laughs> <laughs> they're fun to remember but they're yeah. never happening again and i was like never say never <laughs> like dude. i can't remember the last time that happened to me uh maybe new year's three years ago New Year's three years ago. I don't remember. Where were no, we when New you threw years? up in the, you in your purse in the cab ride home. Yeah, the first year we moved here, yeah, six, like six years, years ago. ago. I can't think of a time. I can't remember. You don't drink. Yeah. You're not a drinker. Yeah. Anyways, um, what was the funniest thing that happened to you this week? Mm-hmm. <laughs> or should we start with most embarrassing? Um, let me remind myself of my most embarrassing. Mm. One second. I wrote it down. Um, I mean, blowing on my salad was one of them. Um, yeah, I don't remember what the most embarrassing thing I did was. Oh shoot. Maybe I didn't write it down. No. What was the stupidest thing I did this week? Oh, so I was, it's, um, something that happened to me, um, in California. I was writing my paper and I I was just sitting on the couch and I saw something move really close to my face and it made me jump Uh so hard and I got so frightened. Guess what it was? A moth. My hair falling from one side to the next. (laughs) (laughs) My hair just kind of like slid in front of my face, but for some reason it looked like a person or something, I jumped. And then I, of course, started laughing at myself. Yeah. Um, nice. But, yeah, I thought that was pretty stupid and, and funny, I guess. I got new shoes the other day, and I rolled my ankle. Not badly, but, like, I just, like, tripped mm-hmm. in front of, like, four people. Mm-hmm. And I was... And I, I mean, not really. I felt... The, I actually did feel a tinge of embarrassment. I was like, yeah. fuck, I just fucking tripped. Yeah, like, <laughs> I dumb. Everyone Which is so silly, because if you trip, it's an accident. Yeah. I don't trip all that often. No, no one but like you still no feel embarrassed. Yeah. Uh, funniest thing that happened this week. Um, I mean, I have so many fun things that happen in the office, yeah. but um, our cat Jude likes to scratch at the door. Yeah, like a dog. Like he a wants dog. To he wants to go outside. And um, I thought I was so smart. Mm-hmm. Um, I put two of our stools in front of the door so mm-hmm. that he couldn't scratch on the door. And mm-hmm. <laughs> he proceeded to jump up on the stool mm-hmm. and just stare at me like mm-hmm. he had like won the day like he was so much smarter <laughs> He's than like, me oh yeah you oh, put yeah? this stool here i jump I'll on your jump stool on top <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he just kept staring at the door and then looking back looking at us, back at us and like and looking at we the were door brushing our teeth and, and we just, just were laughing. busting up laughing so funny um but i know what was even more funny than that what's that so <laughs> we were laying down and <laughs> We were laying down in bed, lights were off, and uh, we heard something drop on the floor. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounded like a chopstick. Oh my god. Ruin the punchline before I finished. What did you say? And um, I said, what was that? And you were like, I don't know, I don't know. I'm like, well, do you- it didn't sound... Like anything that I could visualize was in our bedroom. Um, and I was like, well, do you think we need to look at it? <laughs> like what, what, what just fell? <laughs> Where did it fall from? I was so many questions. So many questions. <laughs> and then you looked at it and you were like, oh, it was a hanger. And I go, oh. <laughs> and then I said, oh, it sounded like a chopstick. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, because we keep chopstick in our bedroom. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I used it to pull out the wontons from my underwear drawer. <laughs> I do say some funny ass shit. I do say some funny ass shit sometimes. I don't even remember that. 
Uh, did I say that? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me just take these chopsticks and pull the wontons out of my underwear drawer. Yes. That's funny. That's good. Oh, shit. But for some reason, the way it hit, it made it sound like, because we have reusable chopsticks. But so why like, would they be in the bedroom? <laughs> That's why I was so confused. <laughs> That's why I wanted you to look. I was it sounded like, But you were like, it sounded like a chopstick. I did say it like that it sounded def- like a chopstick <laughs> i definitely <laughs> did. did not say it like yeah, that you did i definitely that? did it not it sounded like a chopstick <laughs> <laughs> in old italian grandpa it sounded like a chopstick is that what an old italian grandpa I don't know. sounds like it sounded like a chopstick <laughs> But you said it like a little kid. It sounded like Nancy fucking Drew. It sounded like a chopstick. <laughs> okay. That's great. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. So that's... Oh, well... That's what made me laugh Guys, we've been we've been gone. We have a lot of fun new podcasts uh, that we're going to be putting out in the next couple of weeks. So stay tuned. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to find me on Instagram, I'm at Corey underscore Lauren. C-O-R-E-Y underscore L-O-R-E-N. You can find my company, Hallelu Creative, on Instagram at Hallelu, H-A-L-L-E-L-O-O, Creative. Uh, where can they find you, wife? Uh, you can find me at Dancing Ginger Alex or our podcast at Husband and Wife Talk. And if you like listening to us, please rate and review and subscribe to our podcast. It helps us out. And helps other people that might be interested in yeah. entrepreneurship, relationships, Spread love, etc. word. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening, folks. Get ready for the next couple of weeks. We're going to have some Get bangers ready. for you. Get ready. Oh, say the night, but you can call whenever you like. Call whatever you like. I'm stealing conversation, it's about